Und then we will do the thing. Um, I know, I know, mine does the same exact thing. I don't fucking... Well, I can't even open my Instagram in public now. It's so bad. I know. Yeah. It's me, it's me, it's TDP, it's Throwing Dice Podcast. Podcast talks all about uh, tabletop wargaming, tabletop roleplaying, tabletop hobbying, all the hobby that's fit to hobby within, and sometimes we talk about Chinese food a lot. So, that's a thing. Um... <laughs> Uh, baby, can you dig your man? He's a righteous man. I'm Curtis. And a comic book a day keeps the blues away. And Curtis has the hots for Rhino, uh, for Rhino Gwen. Rhino Gwen, dude. Rhino Gwen is caked up, son. Oh, mamacita. And I'm Grant Wills. And he's Grant Wills. I was going to say, what is the sound of one hand clapping? That's the sound of one hand clapping. Is. Wonder what that was? What was it, guys? What was it, listeners? But instead I went with a quote from like my favorite Stephen King novel. I... Sure. Um, so, yeah. oh man, we're going to have a Marvelicious episode, eh? Yeah, we are. Yeah, so much Marvel in this, uh, in this one jam-packed episode. If you like to listen to us talk about Marvel, or if you like to play Marvel specifically, you're going to have a good time because we played so fucking much of it. But um, what have you been up to, Grant? What kind of hobbying have you been doing lately? So, my my only bit of non-Marvel content for today's episode is... <laughs> I finished my 28... Ink, my Inquisitor 28 mini. My Ink 28th mini for the 28th of April. Which was my chemist uh, for my Venator gang. For my Necromunda... Uh, Talaric Jenkins. Talaric Jenkins. That's a good name. Who's um, come along, Jenkins? Yeah, he's a uh, Heresy Miniatures model. So it's an old metal model I've had for years. I finally got round to converting up and uh, painting. Um, That's awesome for the Ink Twenty Eighth. So you know, what that's I'm... super cool. Um, yeah. How late were you on that? No, it was on the Twenty Eighth. <gasps> it was done. You fucking did what? Yeah, I think it might have even been finished on the 27th, and then I posted it on the 28th. Oh, awesome. Good for you, man. Uh, and then and then comes all the Marvel. Yeah, then comes all the Marvel. So I finished uh, my Magneto and his two constructs. Yeah. Uh, my The white suit Magneto. Yes, it looks really good. The The House of, House of X Magneto looks yeah. fucking rad. Uh, I finished the Immortal Hulk. Finished painting him. It's a, such a fun model. I started painting mine uh, yesterday, and it looks it's it's such a fun model to paint. Yeah, I retouched up, lightened up the skin of my original Hulk mini. Yeah, you added yellow to it. Yeah, yeah so just built up some more highlights to bring it lighter. A little bit of contrast in yeah. there. I dig it. And then finished painting my three D printed Squirrel Girl. Lovely. So you can get started playing those right away without having to worry about painting them up and building them up and things. Yeah, exactly. Um, I finished painting uh, Enchantress, the Asgardian person, lady. Enchantress. Enchantress, yeah. She's the Asgardian Enchantress. And then uh, I finished painting Toad as well in a, um, a yellow... Yellow, green, and orange 
scheme because mm-hmm. I found it on a Top Trumps card. Oh, right on. Uh, yeah, that, that uh, color scheme. That yellow, yellow, green, and orange looks good. And then you got that pop of purple from the tongue. Looks really yeah. cool. Really cool. Um, I've been busy painting Marvel as well. Uh, I've painted a couple for me, but mostly I've been painting for Guy. Uh, I've painted uh, a Jubilee for myself. That's a uh, stand-in for Shuri. And I did a Jean Grey. Then I built every Marvel mini that I have. So I had I had to build um, Cassandra Nova, Beta Ray Bill, Immortal Hulk, Hulkbuster, and Escape Suit, and Ulick. Um, and I got most of them primed, and then I ran out of primer. Oh, so that kind of sucked. But I got I got the two uh, the two big guys primed, um, Hulkbuster and Immortal Hulk. I got Beta Ray Bill and. Um, Heimdall um, primed, and I've been kind of working on them uh, all a little bit at a time, and I think I need to stop doing that because I'm looking at, I'm literally looking at them right now, and I've got like um, Drax could be completed in like an hour. Uh, You know, like um, Loki could be completed in maybe an hour and a half. Yeah, you've got what, what, 15 to 20 minis just sitting in front of you. Sitting right in front of me. I've got uh, Hela, Immortal Hulk, uh, Box Cap, Nebula, Escape Suit, uh, Iron Man, The Executioner, um, War Machine, Box, uh, Black Widow, Drax, Valkyrie, Shuri, Loki, Cassandra Nova, Ulick, Beta Ray Bill, Hulkbuster Iron Man, and... Heimdall, and they're all just kind of sitting here in various states of painting. Um, like I said, Drax could be finished in an hour, and I don't know why I'm just looking at him and going, okay, well, I'll get to that in a minute. Like, I could finish that, and like, Drax is going to be a, an integral part of my Guardians of the Galaxy list. So, I don't know. I have been working a lot on non-metal metallics, trying to up my game with non-metal metallic. Um, like I showed you my Heimdall, I'm very happy with how his sword and gauntlets have turned out. I haven't done any of the gold non-metal, but I've done all the um, silver non-metal on him, and I feel really good about it. I think I want to put a little bit more blue into the shadowy areas just to pop that a little bit more. But other than that, I'd say his armor, his, his silver armor is almost done. Then it's time to work on gold non-metal metallics, and we'll see how that goes. You hate painting regular gold. So. I fucking hate using metallic paint. I hate using metallic paint, and if it wasn't for the fact that non-metal metallic takes for goddamn ever, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Like if I did, if I do an army or something like that ever again, um, I'll still use metallic because I don't want to do non-metal metallic on an entire army. But for a single mini like this, I probably won't ever use. Um, won't ever use like metallics ever again. Yeah, it's so much funner. So much funner. It looks really cool. I'm happy with it. I'm really happy with it. Um, but uh, most of my painting time has been going to Guy. I painted uh, like eight minis for Guy so far. Seven. I painted for him uh, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver. So that little family. Uh, original Hulk, uh, Doctor Strange, that's Defender Strange, 
uh, Craven the Hunter, Winter Soldier, and I think that's it. But I've still got Ant-Man, Black Panther, Colossus, Omega Red, and Mr. Sinister to paint for him. Uh, and then uh, back to doing what I do best, and that's painting for me. I think, like, I mean, I'm going to try and... Now that I've gotten all my mutants painted, I'm, except for Cassandra Nova, but I don't plan to use her anytime soon, um, I'm going to, like, really drill down and get the Guardians finished. I'm going to do Beta Ray Bill, Heimdall, Drax, and Loki, and just, like, get them done, like, as soon as possible. Um, Immortal Hulk sh could be done in, like, another half hour, half a day. Not half hour, that would take... A, a, a bit of work, but another half a day or so and Immortal Hulk will be done. And then that's basically my entire Guardians as Guardians of the Galaxy list till I get Agent Venom. Agent Venom's going to go in there too, but I don't have him yet. But I can start playing it as soon as I get those guys painted. Cool. Good talk, Grant. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. You've, as I said, you just need to start Picking one model at a time to just finish because, as you said, there's so many there. Yeah, I need to drill down a little bit. Yeah, as I think I'm, I started doing that, and then, then I decided there was ones that I wanted to get painted like more right than more than ones that I've got some color on already. Yeah, because I want to start getting them to use, like Toad. So Toad didn't have any color on him, but I wanted to use Toad. Whereas Enchantress was mostly painted, so I decided to just finish her. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, um, and, and it's funny because when I do do that, I'll just grab a model and be like, "Oh, I'm finishing this right now," and it's always a, it's inevitably a model that I'm not really going to use. Like, I don't have any uh, any plans to use Ronan the Accuser, but I finished him. Why? I don't know. I don't have any plans to use Gamora. But I finished her. Why? I don't know. Cuz. So. It's fucking silly. Um, so one day I'll probably grab like Executioner and be like, oh, I'm finishing him. And then I'll look at myself and go, fucking why? Why did I do that? Scourge is cool. Scourge is cool. And this mini uh, is pretty cool. I like that he comes with uh, the Paturges. I don't know what, how you actually say that word. I've only, it's a word I've only read and never heard pronounced. Uh, the Paturges on his like skirt it's not a kilt it's not a tartan so it's not a kilt I don't know but I really like the model yeah it's cool um right shall we get into the mammoth section that is games played oh goodness gracious me okay so so I I went to my first Marvel event well so before your first Marvel event I went to another one. Oh, fancy pants. Okay. So back in March... Hi, Teddy. What are you doing? Oh, dear. Here comes the wrecking ball. Okay. You can come down and see Mr. Grant. Oh, dear. Huff, huff. Sniff, sniff. Oh, he wants to kiss his Grant. Oh, but your breath stinks. Um, don't sit on my bottle with cola, you spanner. <laughs> are you a spanner, Teddy? Yeah. Right. So, okay. back, back in March, I went to a Crisis at Ragnarok Crisis event. at Ragnarok. So, this is at Ragnarok Hobbies in Gillingham. Uh, this was at the store. 
and I had a couple of firsts at this one. So my game one, I played against someone I've never played before. Nice, I always love that. Uh, and that was Kevin, who's at Menset on Instagram. Is that just how it sounds? M E N S E T. Yep. Okay. Uh, and so I was using my A Force. Uh, Obviously, he was using Web Warriors, led by Amazing Spider Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and we played Paranoia Pummels, Riot Spark at sixteen threat for an A Force victory at eighteen four. Eighteen to f- Jesus. Bad so, touch on the kid, huh? So I scored a seven points in turn one, scoring three point three points from riots, three points from the paranoia disturbances, and the bonus point from paranoia. Damn! Okay. In the first round, so yeah, I took a massive lead really quickly, which uh, this was um, Teddy. Oh, now I'm doubting myself. I've got... Oh, his name's Kelvin, not Kevin. Kelvin? Yeah. That's awesome. So, apologies. Star Trek. Yeah, so... This was Kelvin's first event. Uh, So he'd play... I think he'd played with his Web Warriors before, but... This was his first actual event. Mm. Uh, I don't think he'd... He'd ever played Web Warriors before, uh, played a into A Force before as well. So, but he's and he wasn't really familiar with uh, spiders. No, he was familiar with spiders. Oh, okay. But he he hadn't been to an actual event. He just played within his group. Gotcha. Well, Kelvin, welcome. I hope Grant fucking beating the piss out of you didn't uh, scare you off. I don't remember anyone named Kelvin being at the event I went to, so you might have scared him off. No, I think he's booked for the next one. Mm, okay. But, oh. Teddy, be good. Uh, so, game two. I played against Matt, who is uh, Matty MKM, all one word. Um, and this was my first time playing against Weapon X. Ooh, I love, I love it. I love the sound of it. I love how it's how you say it because it sounds like you did good. Uh, so we play paranoia pummels and intrusions at nineteen threat. Okay. Uh, he used Logan Sabretooth, X twenty three hood and Sentinel Prime. Okay. All right. Sure. Um, so yeah, it's a hood's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I focused on Sentinel Prime straight away and just got rid of him. Yeah. Uh, Easy to do. You can with A Force especially. Like you just. Yeah, because I know I knew Weapon X are um, they're very punchy. So getting rid of all those re rolls straight away. Yep. Was going to be a big help. So I think I uh, dazed him turn one, KO turn two. But this so this game was really tough and we actually went to time and we only got three rounds in but I was ahead at 13-9 so I think if it had gone one more, one or two more rounds, I think it would have been really close, it would have been really hard to judge who would have won Okay, okay, but Uh, I mean that's that's the point, when you're playing a timed game, you want to 
Yeah. You want to get done what you can get done, obviously. So, so again, that was my first game playing against uh, Matt as well and against A-Force. So that's three firsts in two games. In two games. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so then I played against uh, Henry, who I've played against a couple of times at Gillingham. Uh, he was also playing Web Warriors. Uh, he played Miles with... And he took Agent Venom and Spider-Woman. Oh, I was using Spider-Woman as well in all my games. Yeah. Because I was trying to learn how to use her and what she does and get some field data. Because she's fucking awesome. She is. She's one of the best four threats in the game. Like... Oh, no. You don't think so? No. Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill is good. Ulix, um, U- probably better. Uh, I said I said one of, not the. Yeah, no. It's, there's many that are better than her. I think they're they're in a they're in She's good. She's I think she's quite niche though. But yeah. There's there's a lot of four threats right now that have been coming out lately that are fucking fantastic. Logan, Logan and Sabretooth are fantastic. Beta Ray Bill's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I think I think there's we're, we're just they've figured out the the how to hit four threats right what, away. What we need is just more three threats at the moment because we haven't had any for a very long time. That's true. Um, neither Gwenpool or no, they're both fours. Fuck, and then. We've had a Hulk, we've had a Modok, we've had... Ghost Rider's not going to be a, a fucking three threat. No, he's a six. He's a six. Of course he is. Why wouldn't he be? Uh, yeah, so, no. We haven't had any for a very long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, But, yeah, so... I was playing against Henry's Web Warriors. He was running Miles' leadership. Hammers and Cosmic Cubes. Uh, so, Henry had a big misplay in this one. Uh-oh. Uh... So he went after Crystal, trying to KO her to stop, I think it was uh, the special delivery play. Yeah. Not remembering that She-Hulk had bodyguard. Oh, no. So he overextended Agent Venom into Crystal just for him to put a couple of wounds and give um, She-Hulk a bunch of power, who then (sighs) smashed him into the ground. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a thing. Like, you can't ever really hope to take away the the drop off. You just kind of have to plan for it to be done and and see if you can counter punch. Like, man, that's that's bad. Yeah. So we went up for a twenty one eleven a force victory. Oof. Um, and then, which I was three and zero going into oh, the final. Oh, shit. So I play against Chris, who I've played a bunch of times. And never beaten. Oh, both Henry and Chris don't have Instagram. Of course they don't. Um, But Chris was playing Dark Dimension. It's my first time ever playing Dark Dimension. Uh, So we play Deadly Meteors and Paranoia Pummels. Do I play Paranoia every game? No. Three out of four I play Paranoia. Three out of four. (laughs) Yeah. Chris, Chris is... Played Dark Dimension ever. since the, this day a lot. A lot. E- ever since, okay, he's played Dark, dark he's Dimension and Hellfire. Uh, I think he's going for the Dark Dimension leaderboard. Nice, good for him. So, uh, yeah, seventeen threat. He ran Dormammu. 
Yep. Okoye. Okay. Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And Venom. Yeah, that sounds pretty tasty. Uh, um, some, I have my notes. This is my first time playing against them, so that's why I wrote extensive notes. Uh, and She-Hulk was dazed at the start of turn two um, because I couldn't kill Okoye. Um, Okoye is a bitch, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I threw 47... No, 27 dice and... Four points of collision damage into a Koye and did not kill her. She only has four health. Oh my god. So, yeah. Not um, going well for Graham. So I did two damage to her out of, oh, four, no. out of four with 27 dice and a f- size three throw. Into oh. um, and then. Um, yeah, and because I couldn't get rid of a Koye meant that she just bodyguarded to protect Dormammu, and Dormammu then killed She-Hulk. Yep. But yes, a Dark Dimension victory, 16 to 8. So what was that? Was that just good rolls for him, bad rolls for you? Both. Yeah, it's just a combination. Um, Yeah, I I should have taken Okoye to bodyguard She-Hulk as well. Have the Okoye off. Yeah, um, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, so then that I came second. Nice, well done. Uh, so that was second out of fourteen players. Wow. Okay. Fucking yeah. killer, dude. Um, so I went three. I was yeah, top of the three and ones, second overall. Nice, nice. Because you outscored a bunch of uh, noobs. Uh. Well. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, no liar. Uh, so Henry come fourth. Oh, okay. Kelvin come eighth, from Matt come ninth. So mid tier. Mid tier. Henry's a very good player. He just had a big. He just forgot. She Hulk has had bodyguards. Big, had a big, had a big goof. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then, but yeah, so I came second. That's awesome, man. Good for you. Then, my next set of four games were at the same time as your set of four games. I went to Ragnarok. So this, I played in an event, because so I have Sundays off now. Yeah, so this was their April event. Yeah, uh, I have some notes, as well as you. Uh, okay, so do you want to talk about your first game? Um, no, let's talk about yours. Okay, and the mistake I made... Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. So, uh, I played a fellow named Marcus. Marcus is uh, a nice guy. Uh, he was wearing uh, an X-Men shirt, and I was like, I'm in good company. Um, he does not have Instagram, unfortunately, which is sad, because he's got a very cool-looking army, and I would like to see more pictures of it. Um, so, Marcus was playing X-Men slash Weapon X, and I had X-Men slash Brotherhood. And Marcus says, oh, I've never played Brotherhood before. And me, coming from uh, coming from the, the narrative end of gaming, I said, oh, okay, cool, I'll play Brotherhood, even though the the set of crisis that we had that we drew you and I had talked about it earlier and decided that it'd be best to play a wide X-Men team on that. 
I played a very tall Brotherhood list. And so the complete opposite. The complete opposite of what I was supposed to do. Um, his Venom and Wolverine, he had Venom and Wolverine on the on his list. They were very deadly together. Um, I, I wrote down, dude has never played Brotherhood before and still has probably not played Brotherhood now. 23 to 4 for him. <laughs> I could not do enough damage before Weapon X made contact and just fucking rolled me. So, lost my first game. Okay. So, my first game was against Chris with his Dark Dimension. Oh, so, right away. So Put we, it out of the way. So, we had a replay. A replay. Um, so, we were playing Gamma Hammers, 18 threat. Gammers, cool. Um, he ran Dormammu, Crimson Dynamo, Iron Man, and Hood. Uh, so yeah, I was using my E-Force again, uh, so I took She-Hulk and Crystal, uh, and then a f- four and a three, so I think so, it was uh, Shuri and probably Spider-Woman, I think, I don't, it didn't, um, but is that I... Too, is that too blue? Yeah. Okay, fuck, alright, cool, keep going. Uh, so... Uh, I took the, an early lead, but then I got smashed off the table at turn five, uh, which I had like one model left, very badly beaten up. Uh, so the game ended nineteen fifteen to Dark Dimension. So I took a, a big lead early on, but couldn't hold on to it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Chris could have tabled me. Um, but he didn't because he wanted to score the victory points. Oh, yeah. Because okay. it would have been one of those like, oh, I won 13 to 15 yeah. games uh, yeah. otherwise if he tabled me. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was savage. It was, I think I played a lot better into Dark Dimension this time, but I still just couldn't handle. He's good, man. Like, that's the thing, eh? Yeah, Chris he's, is a really good he's player. He's a good player. But yeah. So. I played against a fella named George. George does not have Instagram. Uh, and he was playing a mishy-mashy list of Black Order. And I went very tall um, Brotherhood again. And, um, again... Did not go well. I was I was playing more what I thought would be fun instead of what I needed to do for the crisis at hand. Um, so, so you didn't learn from your first game. I didn't learn from my first game at all. I lost twenty to five. He had two max points turns. Wow. Yeah, I think his third turn and his fourth turn were both max points. So. Oh dear. Yeah, nasty, huh? So my game two. Uh, I played against Serin. So Serin is the daughter of... Scapegoat Steve. Scapegoat Steve. So at scapegoat underscore S-T-E. Uh, and she was running Spider-Foes. We played Cubes and Meteors at 17 threat. Uh, the game ended on turn four with a 21 to 10 A-Force victory. Grant... Um... So this was uh, Serin's first event. Yeah, so let me ask you real quick. How hard do you get off on beating up on little 14-year-old girls? I 
Is that is, is that the reason? Yeah. No. You didn't beat up on her? Uh so this again, this was her first event. She just played what she wanted to. So I remember her running Venom and Carnage, because they're her favourite colour they're characters. Yeah. In a mission that requires you to have high energy defense. High energy defense. I I remember that now. Yes. Yeah. She was like, fuck it, I'm playing Venom like, and Carnage. She, she's like, these are my favourite characters. I'm going to try to kill you. Uh, and it didn't work. Did not work. Um, oh, let me pull up my long shanks now here. So, I didn't take notes for my third game. I think I was just not into it. Um, but yeah, so, shall I do my game three? Uh, yeah, go ahead and do your game three. Uh, but yeah, so I played against uh, Nick Bell, who doesn't have Instagram, but is part of the Thanet Wargaming Club. Uh, he was using Hydra. Uh, and we played Intrusions and Paranoia at 16 threat. And it ended turn four with a Hydra victory at 16-10. So he just pipped me in turn four. Nice. Yeah. Um, I played against a guy named Andrew Nye. Yep. Um, Andrew is a very cool dude. Uh, he's very funny, very nice, but he does not paint his minis. He's got one mini painted and one mini half painted, but he has every release for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Dude, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was there was talk of Chris using his winnings to commission the store owner <laughs> to, paint. to paint Andrew's models. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it. Um, so Andrew played. Uh, Steve, Steve Vengers. Okay. I played uh, Storm, X Men, Struggle for the Cube, Superpowered Scoundrels at twenty threat, and I beat him twenty one twelve. Not just a rush album, but also the score for this game. I won. Um, I think I won twice because he wasn't painted. So. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a. Uh, so what missions were you playing? Struggle and Superpowered Scoundrels. Cubes and so yeah, there's a lot of points available. Ten. Max 10 around. Yeah. So, yeah. And did you go wide X-Men? Wide X-Men. Seven wide X-Men. Because remember, that was when you came over and go, oh, is that the seven wide X-Men list? I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That was the only game I won. Oh, dear. Why just spoil? You better do your round four, then. Uh, my round four, I played against Luke Sykes. Uh, again, doesn't have Instagram, as far as I know. Um, he played Guardians, and I played Storm again. We played Fear Grips and Portals at 18 threat, and he won 17 to 13. I almost got oh, him. Oh, close. So I played against Darren. Darren doesn't have Instagram. Oh, no, sorry. Darren has Instagram, but doesn't use it. Okay. And uh, Darren had a beautifully painted... Black Order, Rostar. Oh, I saw all that one. Non-metallic all non-metallic metal. All beautiful, he, like a, that sort of um, sketchy yeah. uh, comic book style. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, he's, he's said he used the Sarastos um, painting videos to paint, follow along and guide all his painting for them. They're absolutely gorgeous, and he should definitely use his Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so Darren was running... Black Order with the Corvus Glaive leadership card because he didn't have Thanos painted. See? 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 I don't think he, ha- he owned Thanos, actually, but uh, at that point. But, um, 
Yeah, so we played Scrolls and Scoundrels at 20 threat. So there was no choice in that. They're both yep. 20 threat missions. They're like, congratulations, pick your 20 threat. Yep. Uh, and I A Force 1, 16 to 6 in turn 4. Well done. So I just focused down Corvus uh, to get rid of him, get him away from me, so he couldn't just murder me. And then... Uh, I think I ended up throwing Black Dwarf into Corvus in his deployment zone at one point. Ooh, nice. Because She-Hulk was right up in the middle of the board. So I think I picked up Black Dwarf and just threw him backwards, <laughs> back he's into his deployment be, what, zone. three or four? He's a size four. He's a big boy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think I may have dazed Corvus in his deployment zone. On turn one, it was it was savage, savagely brutal. That's fantastic. Um, That's fantastic, and I love it. Yeah, so uh, it was interesting to see. So I've this my only my second game against Black Order ever. Yeah, in the first time playing against the Corvus leadership, um, and yeah, A Force do pretty well into them. Good, good. So, I've never played against Black Order, so well, you sort of did. Sort of, but it wasn't really. It was, it was some it was, black order it, people and some other. Yeah, it was like Corvus and Proxima and <laughs> Super Giant, I think. Iron Fist and someone else. And Iron Fist and uh, Sentinel or something. I don't remember what it was, but it was like, oh, okay, yeah, a real crazy mix. But I mean, that's what the game is. Oh uh, yeah, so. no, uh, Darren was running pure, yeah, pure um, black order. So I think he he used. Um, Ebony, uh, Black Dwarf, Ebony, whatever he's called in this edition. Ebony Maw. Uh, no, he didn't use Ebony Maw. Black Dwarf, Corvus, Proxima. So that's eight, twelve. He used Super, no, Black Swan with the gem. So that's a, that's a five threat. Uh, oh, and then I think he used Super Giant as well, actually. So yeah, he he ran pure uh, pure Black Order into me. Nice. And I smashed them to pieces. Smashed them to pieces. Where did you end on this event? Uh, so I went in two wins, two losses, and I don't know uh, because I was looking at my notes, not my longshanks. I think I, I think I finished top half. So let's look at this. I think I was second from the bottom. Mm. I did quite well. I finished sixth. Sixth out of twelve. So yeah. What did I come? Ninth out of twelve? Ninth out of twelve. Hey! Alright. Cool. Yeah, so I I wasn't top Teddy. I wasn't top of the two and twos. Uh, because by strength of schedule, but because the two people I lost against come first and second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good, pretty good strength of schedule. Yeah, but it wasn't. Someone else got a better strength of schedule, so I don't understand. Fucking that. how? The two people he lost against came against first and second. Yeah. I don't know. He, the person is thirty-eight points strength of schedule stronger than me, but 
but I scored more victory points than them. So who knows? Oh, maybe it's because the you played um, someone who ended up very low. Oh, I did. You, I played the person who come last. Yeah, your wins came against the person. Oh, who the, the two people I won against were eleventh and twelfth. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, uh, so then we went to Troll Trader. We did, and this isn't on Longshanks. It's not on Longshanks um, because it wasn't a pure narrative. It is not. Uh, it was not a ranked competitive. Uh, but the next one will be. Uh, this one was the Fall of Genosha event at Troll Trader. Uh, a lot of people, their first, um, their first glimpse at Marvel Crisis Protocol. We had a lot of people who had never played, had never played, but they all had painted armies for the most part, which was pretty cool. They were all very into the idea of playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. And uh, this was their first event, so that was awesome. <laughs> Scare the pugs with your fucking Pepsi. Um, oh, I've got a cup of tea. You I've got, got a cup of that. tea, fucking asshole. Um, yeah, so this was a lot of fun. There were, it was completely random missions, uh, or not random missions, sorry, it was, um, pre-written missions. Yep. And you would roll a die to determine what threat you were playing at. Yep. Uh, we, well, you came up with the idea, uh, after the first game where you, uh, you'd roll two die. And then the person without priority would pick which threat they wanted to roll at. Because it was 14... Keep, yeah, just to keep it closer. So it's between... Yeah, it's 14 D- plus D6. Yeah. So you'd play at 15 to 20, which is exactly right. Yeah. And then all the missions were twists on existing missions. Yes. So they, they all used the standard deployments, and they were things like... I think the first one was an physical pay to flip I think it was yeah for the secures yeah um but you could take damage I think it was and then the um I think it was like it was like scrolls so I think you had to roll a roll a dice and if you got a critical wild you didn't get pulled around or something I think it was something along those lines yeah so they were, but they were different deployment maps to what scrolls and mm-hmm. and the other one would be. It was, yeah, it was completely, completely pre-written and everything like that. So um, the points did matter, as well as the threat remaining on the board at the end of the game mattered uh, for in-universe effects, yeah. which uh, I don't think they had the in-universe effects on game two, but they had them for game three. Yeah. Yeah, I think they someone someone goofed that one. Um, but that's okay. I don't think anybody really noticed. Uh, they were running a yeah. It was they were running a thing that was like bring a table and they'll you'll vote for best table. And they had a um, best in faction and because it was uh, mutants versus everybody. Uh, well, yes, it was it was mutants and anti-mutants factions. Yeah, was the, the the two themes, the two sides. Um, and then, yeah, games were ranked on the victory points, mm-hmm. but yeah, also the threat remaining on either side, which is very odd for Marvel because it's not really a. Th- Yeah, I think that was killing your opponents. That was just for like in universe effect to see like which side's taking more damages and stuff. Yeah, and then 
But yeah, there are some teams that are like just not attrition teams and stuff. Yeah. Like and Web Warriors aren't going to fucking demolish well for the most part. And then the Um but yeah, so yeah, that that was a bit I found that a bit odd. But I really liked the setup, pre written missions, perfectly fine. Uh it's using the existing maps, so it was all all quick still fairly quick and simple to set up. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the random threat level. As I said, it could have been tweaked slightly to make it fit more in line. But I, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. So our first game uh, was against each other. So yeah, round one, we got drawn against each other. Yeah. On the table that Curtis bought. The table that I that I brought. Uh, yeah, I finished my. Um, I guess that's the hobby. That's a lot of hobby that I didn't have. That I should have talked about. I did finish the um, Alkali Lake X Men Two table and took it with me. It was my. I think you had it finished because this was literally two days after we recorded. Oh, okay. Well, it was finished. Finished. Um, yeah. Everything was done. I took it to that event and I was like, "I'm playing on this table. It's my the the first game on this table is going to be me." And they're like, "Congratulations, it's going to be you and Grant." I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. okay." God damn it. <laughs> So yeah, uh, what did we play? We played Sentinels versus Weapon X. Oh, yep. so I was playing Sentinels because it was a Genosha themed event. Yes, you were playing mutants. Yep. So you could run all three mutant fact. Well, Weapon X Brotherhood and X Men. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so you went with Weapon X because it's the perfect counter to Sentinels. Because it's the perfect counter to Sentinels. Uh, uh, and last time we played Sentinels, I think you had beaten me, and I did not like that. I wanted to try and beat you. Um, but yeah, so we... No, you you trashed the Sentinels, and then I dunked on you with Web Warriors afterwards. That's right, that's what happened. So, again, uh, I went there with Sentinels to get my butt kicked, and I got my butt kicked. Yeah. Weapon X win 16-12 on turn four, and I think out of the 19 threat, I think you killed... 17 of it. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, I took a huge hit uh, for the team of and put a massive spike in our number of losses round one. Uh, yeah, that was that was a whole thing. Um, I mean, it was it was bound to be bloody because I brought some of the best stuff at killing what you brought. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think my I think I put a sentinel and Bucky to try and kill your Logan and did nothing. It was one of those games where I had I had atrocious dice, but like I, it was the complete mismatch for me. I just there was not a lot to do, so you just wiped me up. Yeah, yeah. it was the thing. Um, who did you play second? Uh, so I played against uh, someone named. A a chap named Alex who doesn't have Instagram. Uh, we played Sentinels vs X Men Gold at fifteen threat. I rolled a one. Oh. <laughs> so um, so he was using Storm, Gambit, Rogue, and Loki. Yeah. He bought. Um, so I'd never played against Loki. Uh, 
So I just decided to just stay away from him and deal with the X-Men. Yes. How I, like I know how. Uh, and we ended with a Sentinel win at 19-7 to 7 in turn three. Okay. So this one we were trying to pick up um, like ammo boxes. Yep. So when the extract, when you picked it up, you had to roll a defense dice against three damage or something. Yeah, you rolled your defense, your physical defense against three damage. Yeah, and then it was... And then the secure was a energy pay to flip. Yeah. Which Sentinels are quite good at. Yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, and I had it where I was like taking no damage from picking up the extracts, but my opponent would take like three. I was sending people that had... Um, I'll talk about it in mind. Never mind. But Sorry. yeah, so... the I... I did really well with the the mission itself. I was taking very minimal damage, uh, and I was getting all the pay to flips. Um, so yeah, I just sort of overran Alex really quickly. Damn! Um, so I managed to get a win with my Sentinels hey, at, at an event. Uh, I played against Javi, uh, who was running the event, and I ran Weapon X versus uh, his Spider Foes, and we were slugging it out hard. Um, turn two, he dazed two of my guys with one go from Carnage. The very next go for me, I dazed two of his guys with one go from Logan. Um, but his guys were holding many objectives. He, for some reason, he had all of his dudes out front that were battering rams holding objectives. Uh, instead of like having like Dr. Octopus or whatever sitting in the back or Mysterio sitting further back holding objectives, he had like... Venom and Carnage and um, Lizard were up front and they were holding um, holding objectives. So basically, like I started dazing his frontline battlers and just grabbing up every objective they could get. And I swoop, scoop, and score. And uh, I won 16 to 5. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I was sending my, my people that have heal factors... Uh, out to grab the energy crate. So even if they take one or two damage, it's not going to matter because by the time they're done, they heal it anyway. Um, and then I, oh man, he had um, Carnage and Carnage and Venom on one flank, and I was just cool. Guess guess where I'm placing Pyro, and <laughs> like plop, <laughs> like so Pyro just went and like smoked those two. It was it was pretty gnarly. Um, Carnage did get. Quite a bit of um, oh, which one of the dogs farted? Jesus oh, Christ! Teddy, I don't know. It's probably Frank. Teddy's farts don't really stink; it's his breath. Oh. Um, Carnage did go off for quite a bit of damage, but like, basically, once Pyro got in range, he was done. You right? You're just trying to work out if there's sugar in that tea. Uh, I don't think there is. No, I don't think... Do you need some? No, I don't. Definitely don't. Uh, okay. What was your third game? So I played against uh, Alan, who was there with his daughter as well. Um, Alan doesn't have Instagram. No one ever has fucking Instagram anymore. I know. Uh, you should just ask people if they have social media, because some people have, like, TikToks and stuff you can shout out. Uh, yeah, my, see, it seems to be the people I'm playing against are people older than us, so they... Just don't have social I'm just saying, media. I, I started saying, do you have any social media you would no, like I, us to shout I, out? I do, that's... Uh, I do that as well. Okay. Uh, but no. 
Alan does not have a TikTok. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was Sentinels vs. Brotherhood uh, run by Mystique. So in this mission, the final mission, they remembered the campaign effects. Yep. So the mutants won a... got a, an extra tactics card. But it was a predetermined one. It was one. predetermined. So it was a four dice... Four damage, unlimited range missile strike mm-hmm. that then ex- was explosive range two yep. of four dice yep. into everyone. But it uh, like it was on turn four specifically. It was, it was, or turn three. It was turn. It had to put turn three onwards. I think it yeah. was. Um. So like you couldn't just go like, oh hey, look, you guys are bunched up on turn one. Bang. Yeah. Like yeah. I wanted to do that. Uh, but the anti-mutants got two extra threat. Two extra threat, yes. So, so you're playing it. So, again, we rolled a one for our threat level. <laughs> so we were playing... The Brotherhood had 15 threat against the Sentinels 17. 15 threat's hard for Brotherhood, man. Um, I mean, even with Mystique, you're still wanting to take some of the higher... Like a juggernaut or something, and that's going to eat a large chunk of your army. So I ran two Sentinel Mark IVs, a Sentinel Prime, and a Cassandra Nova. Yep. So I ran all the Sentinel models. Um, whereas Alan was fairly new to the game. Again, um, I think he'd never used Mystique before, but he, so he was running Mystique's leadership. Um, Mystique's leadership, if you if you aren't sure what to do with it yeah it's it's very good it's it's basically x-men first class like all game Mm. but um it's it's a little bit different because with x-men first class you just walk up and take whatever you want with uh mystiques you have to pay the power and then get it and then get it refunded so you don't just get to pick stuff up if you don't have any power or anything like that you still have to use the power but yeah so alan was using stuff he'd never used before um, and I was playing all the Sentinels models who I had used before, but only really the ones. <laughs> um, but so I at least knew what I was doing. Yeah, uh, with them. Um, and then this custom mission was it was just a regular secure, so you just had to stand by them to score it. And then the extract was. You were looting gold from the treasury, I think it was. Yeah. So you had to make a mystic defense roll, and if you, I think, is if you got a crit, you got a free advance. Yeah. So yeah. you like grab the money and Take run and, aw- run. and yeah. run away, but you controlled the advance, which is something that never happens in a Marvel. I think it's normally your opponent always gets to move you. Sure. Yeah, it's like if you get a skull, your opponent gets to move you. But this one was specifically if you get a crit. Yeah. Then yeah. you can you can move. So, so it was like you have to do the exact opposite and to advance. Do you know what Sentinels are really good at? Mystic defense. Mystic defense. So yeah, they're I, robots. They I, don't give a shit. I know. I got a bunch of free moves that game as well. So it was definitely stacked in my favor. Nice. And I managed to get my second win with Sentinels. Beautiful. At nineteen to four, ouch! On turn three, bro. So I was very mission focused. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I outnumbered my opponent, and I had the better defences for the mission, and I'd used the models multiple times. Jesus. So, yeah, that was a real quick game for Alan. I guess. Um, my third game, uh, I played Mystique Brotherhood versus Shadowland Daredevil Crimson uh, against Darren, who did not ha- have any Instagram. Uh, he he had me for the first half, not going to lie. But between my cunning guile and a little dice luck, I had a big swing in turn three and was able to score eight points, which were all available, uh, in turn four. And I ended up winning 18 to nine. So this one had me clenching uh, my b-hole quite a bit. It was very, very good uh, crimson list. Um, Daredevil's just so fucking good. God, I love that Daredevil. Um, yeah, I, I, I was very, very lucky. Um, a lot of his, uh, once I dazed Daredevil and he flipped over to his beast side, um, normally the beast, like, fucks everybody up, but he had some bad dice luck and I had some good dice luck and swung the game. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, that was a whole thing. But yeah. So... I, uh, I was, so the mutants won, I was, uh, three for three top in the mutants and you were two and one top in the anti-mutants. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you're best in faction. Yeah. So I was best in faction and third overall. Yep. So it was two mutant players and then me. Yep. And, and then, uh, yeah, we got, so the weapon X table. Yep. Got first. Yep, first uh, players vote. Vo- players vote. And then my New York City table got third. Nice. Players vote. So we had a pretty we had a pretty good showing for the yeah. podcast. Eh? Um so we had a gold medal, a bronze medal, um and then a gold medal and a bronze medal in the the yes, we had, hobby aspect. Yep. Two top two top in factions and uh yeah. Yeah, it was did. fucking awesome. They gave away some really cool prizes, too. They had, uh, f- for everyone who was on the Mutants team, they got action figures of either Wolverine or Dark Phoenix. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I, I uh, who was it? It was Sammy. 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 Who Whoops. came second. Who came second. Um, he didn't, he doesn't collect action figures, so I, I got his uh, Wolverine. And um, so they're both sitting over there now. Um then for best finish, I think I got a comic book. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Best. Uh, yeah. Um, number one. Number one player. I got a comic book, uh, which unfortunately I do already have. So Grant got a comic book. Yeah. And then um, what was the other for thing? best table? You got some MDF terrain. That's right. Best table. I got some MDF terrain. It's right here. I haven't put it together yet. It is some park benches and like a fountain and a planter. It's like a little park set. Yeah. So it's the TT Combat City Park set. City Park set. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, a fountain, a planter, and four benches. So that'll be some good like so one, two, and three terrain. Mm, or maybe two and three probably terrain. Some ones and ones, one and two. And a three? Uh, no, I think the fountain would probably just be a two. Oh, how big is it? It's not very big, is it? No. No, you're right. 
Um, but yeah, it'll be just a nice yeah scatter train really cool. for our, for the second city uh, board we put together. Well, I think that one will probably just go with your city stuff, and then um, well, because I've got the <clears throat> the cinema that I bought at um, yep. Salute. And then we've got the bendy bus that we used in a table didn't, uh, at the at the last event. Yeah, no, there were a couple of oh, days ago, couple of days we, ago played. we played. Um, and then yeah, so we've got and then we've got all the diecast cars and stuff, haven't we? Yeah. So yeah, we could put together an MDF and diecast second table table, and then we've got the official MCP terrain table, and then we've got the weapon X one. And we're thinking about doing the uh, Japan table. Uh, yeah. And the Savage Lands one. And the Savage Lands one. Yeah, so we've got a whole bunch. Just need to buy some mats. Yeah, got to buy some more mats. Uh, I mean, like a Japan table would be pretty easy. You could just do a grass grass mat for that, no big deal. Um, It's buying all the pagodas and stuff like that. All the pagodas and stuff like that would be what you're looking for. Yeah, the the new feudal Japan stuff from TT Combat looks awesome. So, Yeah. yeah, I think that'd make a nice... Uh, I always get the film mixed up. I want to say the Wolf- Wolverine, the Wolverine themed table. Yeah. So yeah, that would be it. Would be really good, or it'd be good for um. You could like do a Shadowland table with that. Like take some of the um, take some of the Japanese stuff and like put it in in an, on a New York table. That would be a that would be a good Shadowland table as well. Mm. Which would be pretty sweet. Um, who came second for the voting? Was that Ed? Ed's table that came second in the voting? Uh, yeah. Ed, uh, who also works at TT, had a had a really... Um, it was a sweet table. Uh, he had some really fun stuff on his. He had two billboard um, ter- terrain pieces that he had magnetized, and he had different movie posters, and he would switch them out between games. So he had one that was like um, for Roger, Rogers, Rogers, Rogers the Musical... And um, he had one that was like for. Uh, I think it was just the MCP ball, uh, the Marvel Crisis Protocol box cover. Yeah, he had one that was that, and then he had um, one that was like, uh, "Are your kids mutants? Do you know where your children are?" Or something like that. That was pretty cool. Like just yeah. neat, neat stuff like that. Um, and he was switching them out between games. And we have those billboards, and I am gonna find some magnets because <laughs> that is a cool idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy the narrative event. I think it's a nice format. It, I think, the the custom missions were okay. I think the some of the mechanics were a little bit out there. Yeah. But I think maybe just sticking to the norm, the rules from the cards. And just changing the names and stuff. Changing the names and change and changing the map layout. Yeah. So with the random crisis, a uh, random threat level, I quite like. As I said, I yeah, this they, basically the only thing I would have changed. Yeah. Um, which would have been to give the player who lost priority some agency. Yeah. Because normally they get the they get to pick which threat level the game is played at, um, uh, yeah. and if you're only rolling one die then you don't get to choose. It's yeah. just there for you. So if you roll, you know, two D six and pick whichever one you want, that's that's different. Yeah. Uh, which would be very good. Then um 
I mean, if they both land on six, then that's okay. It's like two cards came up where they're both 20. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think uh, I really enjoyed the event. I'd make very few changes to the format. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Great to um, know. Yeah, I I'm I guess that a lot of people are very excited. Like this event has gotten the players there are really hungry for another one. Javi's already planning the second one. Um, I think this one's going to be Secret Wars themed, so that people don't have to choose a uh, an actual faction. They don't have to be like X Men versus everybody. It can be everybody versus everybody, like a regular game of Marvel. Uh, and then. You well, don't just, have to. It's going to be a tournament. Tournament. It's going to be. It's not going to be a tournament, but it will be like. Oh, I thought they said they were just going to run it as a Swiss tournament. It'll be Swiss. Yeah, Swiss tor- uh, Swiss pairings, but it's not going to be a tournament. It's still going to be a narrative event. Like they're going to, um, customize missions and things like that oh, for okay. it. Yeah. So, hopefully, this one will be ranked. Mm. Uh, and then the. Final one for us to talk about. We went to Ragnarok's. Uh... No. Uh, so then I've got. Oh, you've got submissions. I've got games we played against oh, each other. Oh, yeah. So this was the. Uh, so we. Pl- so this was when you decided you wanted to focus on playing X Men, get better at playing X Men. Yeah. So uh, we played A Force. Oh, this was event prep for Crisis at Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we played A Force vs X Men Gold, super powered scoundrels and hammers, twenty threat for an A Force victory at nineteen four. So cool, uh, yeah. Really and, glad we're bringing that up again. And then we played again uh, A Force vs X Men, Spider Portals, and Montessi at eighteen threat. Curtis quit at the start of turn three with A Force in a 10 4 lead after Juggernaut is KO'd by the first activation. Yeah. I, I tried. Curtis I, was, I have never played. out of the pram. Shut up. I never played Montessi before, and I was like, oh, I got to bring people that have Mystic Defense. So I didn't bring Logan. I didn't bring uh, X23. I didn't bring Badger. Uh, I brought like Juggernaut and Sabretooth and. Storm and like I, I don't know like I yeah. bought a mishmash team of, of shit and, and just uh, beat you to death yeah you fucking smoked me Gra- I don't grab know why the books but just beat you to death I don't know why I was so scared of the Montessi formula like nobody really uses that as an attack action it's it's rare it's good for like killing spiders and things yeah um but yes yeah, so you tapped out in one of our practice games yeah I my I must have been hungry and grumpy or something yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was uh, a couple of prep games for the Crisis at Ragnarok. Crisis at Ragnarok, but uh, this was their Spring Spectacular their or whatever. Spring, yeah, Spring, uh, their Spring event at the school. So we played at uh, the how I want to say that. why I want to say the Howard venue. It was like the How Howard School. Yeah, uh, I think How Howard rings a bell. But yeah, uh, yeah, the Howard School Raynham. So this was a big multi-system event. There was a snoring pugs. Uh, there was forty k Age of Sigma, Marvel, and Legion. X Wing. Was it Legion? I don't think there was X Wing. I think it was Legion. Well, what was played the night before? Wasn't there something the night before? I think that was the Legion. 
Oh, okay. They well, there were some people playing a Star Wars while we were there. Oh, was there? Uh, behind us. I don't know, but it was a two-day 40k tournament. Yep. Two-day... AOS? AOS. Oh, I thought Legion oh. and Star Wars were... Uh, Marvel and Legion were one day each, but... Might have been. Might have been. Yeah. Um, I did notice that so we were right in the middle. It was a big gymnasium, uh, which was dim, so there's no lighting. Yeah, uh, was... How do you not have lighting in a gymnasium? And then um, it was very echoey. So this is a this is a red brick built building that's yeah. from like the fifties or sixties. Yeah, but does that uh, mean they don't it, have windows? And it hadn't. Uh, the, the skylights looked like they hadn't been cleaned since the fifties or sixties forever. Uh, and yeah, the lighting hadn't been upgraded since like probably the eighties. Yeah, uh, it it was it was dim, it was loud. Yeah, like just we pulled up in the car park and we could hear how loud the the hall was because yeah. the forty k tournament was already underway. Yeah, the, we pulled in at nine a.m. like on the dot, and the forty k tournament was already like in swing. Yeah. Um. So we were right in the middle. The 40K tournament was on the left side. The AOS tournament was on the right side. And MCP in the middle. And um, we set up... Uh, I set up my table. You brought yours, but you did, they didn't need it, I guess. Yep. And... Um, yeah, so this was a 20-player Marvel event. 20-player Marvel event. And did you notice that, like, the AOS side was a lot more, like, chatty, laughy, having fun than the 40K side? The 40K side was pretty dour. I don't know. I just remember, like, seeing... Uh, an AOS table that was just a dragon. Just a but, giant fucking dragon. Versus an army. Which, you know. If you only need to bring awesome. one. Yeah, if you only need to bring one fucking mini for a 2,000 point tournament, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it was the, the giant Forge World corn dragon model that they sold like four of. Because <laughs> like, My friend wanted to buy one and take it take it home when he was over here, and he was just like, ah, I don't have enough room in my suitcase for that. Because <laughs> that, that's going to take up a whole suitcase allowance on its own. Yup. It's, it's so It's, it's definitely so cool. like 25 it, it kilos was, of resin. It was meant to be released when Fantasy was still a game, and it was delayed for years and years. That mini. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. They probably developed and released the smoke gorgeous. one. Before, like in the time that the other one was was delayed. Yeah. Oh, I saw a smog on the shelf in a like local friendly store. Really? Yeah. Where was I? I was in Weymouth while I was staying away from work. Yeah. Walked into this shop that was like <laughs> all card games, and then like, and then it was like just random like merch, like bags and like handbags and wallets and things of like Pokemon or Naruto or whatever mm-hmm. and then it had like this D&D section and a tiny little games workshop section um, and like the majority of their their trade is in like trading cards yeah like they're they're like a, they have a grading service and stuff in store so it's like magic and magic Pokemon and Pokemon and, and, and Yu-Gi-Oh yeah and um, but yeah so I had a look browse around the the what the Games Workshop section. Then I just see this giant box on the floor, and it was a, a small dragon. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even want to know the price nope. that they're going to charge for this. Because there was like um, D&D minis, like void dragons and things like that, over that were like hundreds of pounds anyway, for like these D&D 
minis that you use in a campaign for one one battle. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, like giants and all sorts of like really cool D and D minis, and I'm like, oh, I'm never going to use these. So I didn't buy anything, and I left. Fair. Um, but yeah, that was down in Weymouth. What was the name of that shop? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But it was a cool shop, but there was just nothing there I wanted. Yeah, nothing there for you. Like, they didn't have any card protectors for MCP cards. They were all the wrong size. Now, the Where? character cards. Oh, 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 the postcards. Gotcha. Like, like the, or the, the tarot card. I don't think they had the tarot card protectors, which is the grunt card size. Mm-hmm. There you go, people, if you didn't know. Yeah. Grunts are tarot card size for wallet uh, protectors. But um, I didn't want to buy a pack of 100 for no. my one grunt card I've got. Hey, maybe they'll be releasing more. I mean, they're releasing Ultrons. Yes. I'm sure Doom will come with Doombots. Uh, yeah, eventually. But yeah, so anyway, we played at... Uh, Ragnarok Spring 2023, Crisis in Ragnarok. That's right. Um, yeah. I was bricking it over this, and I don't know why. You were overthinking it massively. I was changing my fucking list up until like the night before. I, I was like calling you every day on the way to work, like, mm. well, what if I bring this? Well, what if I bring that? And uh, you were just like, shut like, the fuck up, I'm watching like, Dragon Ball. I was like, just like bring the models you know how to use. Don't bring a whole bunch of models you've never used before to a competitive event. Yeah. Right. At least bring ones you know how they work and you know what to do with them. Well, fat lot of good it did me. Um. <laughs> so, what was your game one? Uh, my game one, I was playing against James Reeves. And yep. he has Crimson with Immortal Hulk. And I had uh, my X-Men. Uh, he doesn't have... Uh, Instagram, but he has tweets at Sir Reeves. It's a S I R underscore R E E V E S. Sir Reeves. Um, he had Immortal Hulk and Rhino in a Crimson list with Kingpin. So like they were, um, oh, snoring pony. They were definitely uh, benefiting from Kingpin's. What's the word I'm looking for? His leadership, leadership ability. Immortal Hulk and Rhino, nasty fucking combination. I ended up losing seventeen to twelve. He he pulled out, he pulled ahead on the very last uh, last turn. Um, it was pretty tight up until then. Um, almost got him. I I put every fucking condition in the world on Immortal Hulk. I had him. He was rooted, slowed, incinerated, shocked, um, bleeding, like. <laughs> If there was a condition I was putting him on it, I was like, you know what? Maybe I can condition him down to fucking nothing. And um doesn't matter when you can just throw everyone. Doesn't fucking Automatic matter. Automatic throws. Doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Uh, the one thing that I think I'm going to do from now on is uh, maybe bring Kick Em While They're Down as a tactics card. Yeah. And that way, like, if I put conditions, like, you know, if I put three, four, five conditions on a Mortal Hulk... Throw three, four, five extra dice at him. You know, that's is it extra dice or is it rerolls? I thought it was rerolls. It might be rerolls. I'm not sure. But I was reading through it the other day and I was just like, this would be very good for that situation that I had. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I beat the fucking snot out of Immortal Hulk. Yeah, James. He after talking about the game, 
uh, James yeah did a really good activation. So after you dazed him and he got his yep. immortality token, got his immortality token, he healed up to be five wounds. Yeah, ten. He had ten health remaining. Yeah. So first activation, ball, bullseye moves up, uh, patches patch up for four uh, health. Finishes his activation, heals the last one, gets rid of the token. Gets rid of the token. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, fuck. <laughs> I wasted this entire game trying to beat down this one piece. Yeah. So, my so next game, really my next game, game. I more ignored Immortal Hulk. And I'll tell you exactly how that went in a minute. <clears throat> how was your first game? So, I... Oh, I remember why I beat you so badly in those X-Men games. Well... Because, fuck well, you. Because... I was being a very bad person, and I was running Double Hulk. You were running A-Force. Double Hulks, that's right. Double Hulk A-Force. Yeah, so I was running Hulk, uh, She-Hulk and regular Six-Threat Hulk. Uh, so, just a little bit. so I was um, I was like, right, that's what I put my practice games into. That's what I'm going to play, and I got drawn against Serin. Oh no! Oh. Yeah, and then Seren was playing Web Warriors. Not only did you beat up a, a little girl again, yeah. you beat her so, up with two hulks. So this this was the the savage one. You sack of shit. So we were we played A Force first Web Warriors, and she was using Miles's leadership. So she has played Web Warriors, but hadn't played them for a while, because she'd been playing mostly Spider-Foes. But she wanted to play Web Warriors. We were playing Spider-Portals and Hammers. Uh, and for the first two rounds, we were very close. Uh, I think we got four points each for turn one and turn two. Um but then in turn three, it I popped off and jumped up to 15 points and then followed by a further six points, finishing the game at 21 to oh 11. Oh, my God, dude. 21 to 11 in turn four. Ouch. I dunked on the poor child. Yeah. Double Hulk. Dunked right on her, huh? Yeah. Ouch. So I have my game plan and yeah. I stuck to it. <laughs> it is a competitive tournament. But yeah, so, game two. Game two. Uh, I played against my second Immortal Hulk, uh, Scapegoat Stee. So, I was playing X-Men. He was playing Midnight Suns with Immortal Hulk. He absolutely smoked Beast in turn one. With Hulk. With Hulk. Right. And um, killed him in turn two. So I was playing from behind a lot in this game, uh, but Rogue and Juggernaut made a really good team. Um, I decided that since I put so much hatred into Immortal Hulk the first time, this this game I was just going to like ignore him and see how far that would go. Yep. Also not good. So I, I don't know. I ended up losing 19 to 16. So I scored oh, 16 and lost. Dang. Yeah. So it's really close. But yeah, you were saying about how uh, Mortal Hulk in Midnight Suns. In Midnight Suns is fucking rad. So, so yeah, put him in the middle, bump in the night one, uh, hop for three or whatever, and then fucking like it, it's just so good. Yeah, it makes his threat range so much bigger. Yeah, like it's an extra what three, 
four inches of distance with a bump and his base size. It's massive. It's so good. Absolutely huge. Yeah, so... Yeah. Maybe ignoring that Hulk was the wrong one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think any Hulk's the wrong Hulk to ignore. I don't know. Haven't figured out how to beat him yet. But yeah, I... Conditioning the shit out of him didn't work and ignoring him didn't work. I think conditioning him, but then ignoring him is probably, might be the way to go. Maybe. Um, and just letting him slowly, like, wilt. Yeah, just... But maybe... Who knows? We'll play some more and see what happens. Yeah. So I played game two against Andrew, who you played in the previous one. So Andrew doesn't have Instagram. Who did I... Well, I played against him in the previous... The previous Ragnarok. So he played Steve Vengers. That guy. Yes. But he played... I like him. He's nice. He played Guardians. Also unpainted. Also un- No, he had one that was half-painted. Uh, yeah, Star Lord had some paint painted. on it. Um, <laughs> most of them aren't even primed and then, it's so fucking sad uh, so yeah A-Force vs Guardians of the Galaxy Riots vs Hammers 18 threat I took double Hulk so it's double Hulk and two three threats it was my theme 18 threat uh, but yeah so I won 17-9 turn 4 Ouch. so in this one I think he 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 got She-Hulk, I think, in turn four. But, like, She-Hulk was in his back lines. like <laughs> Just causing havoc. Like, I think I murdered Rocket, and then Star-Lord just managed to pip the last wound off her. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, so I, I uh, took a big lead in that one. 17-9. to nine. That's uh, nice. Yeah, so I, I used, like... She-Hulk's aggressive move very aggressively and, like, chased him across the board. Well, I uh, mean, how else are you supposed to yeah, get into I that sent, gun line? But, yeah, I sent She-Hulk up the left and Bruce Banner up the right and just, like, She-Hulk like, ended up in the middle of his deployment zone. Oh, no. Uh, and I think I brought Hulk into the middle of the board by the end of it. And you were like, yeah. it's happening. Come here. So, yeah. Um, I think that one I played uh, Gwen and Shuri as my two three threats. Oh, you get Gwen for the like safety and like yeah Shuri for the moves. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, what a sick team! No, I couldn't have because it wouldn't have been affiliated. But I definitely played Shuri. Uh. Spider-Woman, maybe? No, she's a four. Oh, that's right. Oh, no, it was Crystal for drop-off. Crystal and Shuri. There you go. Uh, and then for the first one, and in the first one against the Web Warriors, I played Crystal and Black Cat. I did play Black Cat because she stole a hammer. And then off miles and run away. Yeah, nice. Uh, in the first game. But yeah, so... Uh, yeah. Two Hulks, Crystal plus another <laughs> was my theme. Um, but yeah, so round three. Who, my round three? Who did you play? Uh, I played Matt Cole. Matt Cole is a longtime gamer. He's uh, he's an old school um, 
um, Malifaux mini player. And yep. he's he's a convocation guy. So, like, he loves magic stuff. Um, he had a full-on, like, Doctor Strange set up for his, like, dice tray and things like that. Like, this guy's about it. Um, things were going very well for me. And then my dice went very, very cold. And I could not injure anyone. And after that, he was just able to gain more points while I floundered. And it was 16 to 9. So this one, like, I had two close games. And then... Got fucking trounced in my first game against Convocation. Okay. Um, he's a very cool dude, though. Like, he, while we were playing, he was very stern, very serious. And then um, after we played, he was like, he was just like, oh man, great game. Thanks very much. How, like, how did you get into wargaming? Like, he was very, yeah. very cordial once, once the game was over. But when the game was in, he was focused. Yeah, so I don't think I've ever played against Matt, but I've played in a number of events with him. Yeah. I think at Bad Moon, mostly. Right on. So yeah, like we have a chat, like because we, I think we chatted a bunch about Mar- uh, Malifaux, um, and he's like, yeah, if you've not played Malifaux in a long time, just don't try it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like it's... fair enough. He's like, yeah, it's in a really bad state at the moment, and you need to be in it fully to. Stand a chance competitively. I'm Sounds like, like fair enough. Okay. Yeah, so... But I'm just... Which is a shame, because I love the Malifaux minis. Malifaux minis and, uh, like, the Malifaux setting, I fucking love. Yeah. But yeah, so my game three, I played against Andy, who Andy doesn't have Instagram. Guys, Ragnarok guys, come the fuck on. Uh, so Andy was using Web Warriors... Uh, we played supernatural, uh, super powered scoundrels and hammers. It's my third game of hammers in a row. Nice with two hulks at eighteen threat. Lol. Uh, I did not play double hulk in this game. What? Because I was playing against web warriors with someone who is extremely competent with web warriors, uh, and I knew that. I would just have twelve threat doing nothing all game <laughs> if I did an uh, if I did play double Hulk. So I went instead. I went for um, control based A force list. So She Hulk, uh, Shuri, Spider Gwen, um, Crystal. That's fifteen. So then another three threat. Uh, Black Cat. Was it Black Cat? I feel, I feel like that's the only other three threat in my roster. Um, so, yeah, it was lots of uh, pu- pushing them off places, pulling me off bases, uh, stealing hammers, uh, and it. We both had some goofs in the middle. Uh, I forgot that I'd played Stored Determination, but then had someone pulled off points and then didn't realise until a turn later when it was way too late to, to go back correct to anything. And then, yeah, we had some goofs, but, um, and yeah, his Venom just went nuts in the middle of the table. Um, and yeah, the game ended 22 to 10. For the Web Warriors. Ouch. Yeah, so he had a massive... I think he had the 
the perfect nine point score on the final round. So yeah, it was a uh, a big loss to the A Force. I guess. Yeah. Damn. Uh, so my fourth game. So the final game. So your zero and th- uh, zero and three. Zero and three at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I played against a fellow named Snesley, and that's uh, at S N E Z Gaming Snez Gaming, and Snez and I were just like fuck it, let's just murder each other. Uh, so I played X Men. He played Brotherhood. Uh, it was a fast and brutal game. Uh, I killed Mags in turn three. He killed Badger twenty. Or I killed Mags uh, and his his X twenty three in turn three. He killed Badger twenty three and Pyro. Um, and my Wolverine just collected multiple hammers and was just fucking smoking everybody. Um, in the end, it was sixteen twelve win. Fast fucking evil game. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Playing Snezzy's a great game. Dude, he's so much fun he's to play against. such a cool guy. We were both like, it's like, oh, that should have, nah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> and like, let's just murder. Uh, yeah, Sne- um, he's putting on an event in August. In, yeah. In Gillingham. All right, cool. Yeah. At least a Saturday, we'll bring table. Oh, I'll ask for the day off. They've been begging me to put in more uh, request time at work. So. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so my game four was against... Uh, a gentleman named Matt who had travelled from Belgium. That's right. For a one day Marvel event in Kent. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he's he's about it. Yeah. So he's he's about I think he said it was about hundred and hundred and twenty miles or something. It's Yeah. Uh we've travelled longer for a yeah, one day event. It's uh Came yeah. across on the on the he came train. across on the on the yeah through the Eurotunnel. It's a train that you drive on. It is. It's a, you drive onto the train, and the train goes through the tunnel. Yeah, we had another American moment about this. I I swear <laughs> to God, someone said they drove through the tunnel, and then Grant kept telling me, "No, it's a train," and I kept going, "But but you drive through the tunnel," and he kept going, "Yeah, but it's a train." And I just was like, "What the fuck?" And of course, Grant's laughing his ass off, and he won't—he won't tell me what he means. I have to just know, because it's funny that way. He's like, "You've never been to Belgium? When have I ever been to fucking Belgium? No, I've never been to Belgium." Wait, goes, goes to yeah, goes to France though, doesn't it? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I've never been to France either. I think he says, "Yeah, it's about yeah." He's just over an hour's drive from where he lives to. To get the Eurotunnel, then gets the, the train across, and then yeah, it's a drive through Kent. Did he? Um, so he did it there and back in a day. He 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 must have set out at like five a.m. Probably. Why wouldn't you just do it the day before? Well, he hasn't got to pay for a hotel. Good He's point. already. Good point. He was paying so low because you pay per car. Yeah. For the the train, um, so. He was not splitting it, so I think he just wanted to do it in a day. Mm. He he was obviously happy to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is Matt, who's at Board Games as a Whole, or one word as a whole. Yep, that's not asshole. So he said that's the name of their um, their club is Board Gaming Assholes. (laughs) Okay, but he um, he's changed his. (laughs) 
Instagram handle to make it a little bit more friendly. Um, but yeah. I like it. I so, like it already. <laughs> yeah, so this was game so game four, A Force versus Hellfire Club. Oh, he played Hellfire. Playing Scoundrels and Hammers. Okay. So that's all four games I played Hammers that day. Awesome, Hammers rules. Which I think we worked out was almost 1 in 1,300 chance Holy shit. to play four games of Hammers in a row. Wow, okay. Because well, it's... I love Hammers. It's, I think it's my favorite mission. Yeah, it's like 1 in... One in twelve to draw your hammers. I'm pretty sure it was my hammers that got drawn every game. Wow! I think we worked out. Yeah, it was like one in twelve hundred and seventy something. Wow! Um, math, kids, math. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I run double Hulk. He, yep. so I was like, oh, I lost without running double Hulk. So I'll try double Hulk this one. Uh, <laughs> go back like, to it. You're gonna lose running double Hulk, motherfucker. So I run, yeah, double Hulk. Two three threats and Okoye. Yeah, um, he ran. Who did he run? He ran. He, he ran a Hulk. He ran. Yeah, Hulk. Um, Emma Frost, and then he ran Barry Bill, Iron Man, and someone else. Another three threat. I think it was Lizard. So it was a real eclectic mix. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you can do with Hellfire Club. Yeah, I don't think I took a single photo of this game. I didn't. I definitely didn't take a single photo of that game. His his uh, Hulk was a 3D print that I was very excited about. It yeah. was a uh, Weapon H. So it was Hulk with, like... Wolf's um, claws and spines. Wolverine and... claws and, and marrow spines and stuff like that. And I was very excited about that. And I was like... That's how I put Hulk in my fucking X-Men list. Yeah. So, so it's, now, it's the Trident Trident miniatures. Um, yeah, Weapon H mini. Uh, so good. Yeah. So fucking so, cool. Yeah, it's my first time playing against Hellfire Club. So I made... I sent Hulk up one flank. I uh, sent She-Hulk, Crystal uh, up the other flank. Had a Koye just run, sit on the middle scoundrel point, trying to bait him into attacking them to give power to everyone else. Uh, but that didn't work. He just ignored her. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and I had Shuri on a point trying to push people away. And then it. What happened? Uh, she-Hulk went nuts and, like, dazed three people. Nice. I think she dazed Emma Frost, Iron Man, and Lizard in one round. Damn, go, girl. Uh, she went a, went a bit crazy. And then she took the retaliation the next round and, like, KO'd uh, a bunch of people. I think I KO'd Emma Frost and Iron Man. Shit. In turn, yeah, so I, think I dazed them turn two and KO'd them in turn three. Uh, Okoye went nuts and Day's Lizard and I was like wow I'm onto a really good one building up some momentum and then She-Hulk died oh. <laughs> and um, I, think, I think everyone on my team got dazed in like round f- four 
Yeah, Golf so Fight then, Club's good. So he then had a massive retaliation round, and then I just didn't recover. Um, Bay Ray Bill is a beast and just destroys Hulk by picking him up and throwing him away. Com- yeah. Um, and that high high physical defense, reduced damage by one, just could. Oh, my Hulk could not kill him. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill, not only is it an awesome model, not only yeah. is he a fucking awesome character, like, really, really yeah. fucking good card, too. So this is the first time I played into Beta Ray Bill, and I just did not realize how tough he was. Uh, and yeah, he basically nullified my Hulk all game, my Bruce Banner Hulk. Damn. Um, for the entire game. Uh, so yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, I think I was left with my Hulk and Shuri, like an injured Shuri and an injured Okoye. Uh, and the game ended 16-13 for a Hellfire win. So Ouch. I was close, but uh, yeah, I just I just didn't recover from that turn four clapback. Yeah, I think um, close but no cigar is is kind of what this um, what this tournament was for our podcast. Yeah, so I went two and two. Yep, I went one and three. Uh, and I came ninth overall, and Curtis comes 17th. Yeah, fucking way down there. Keep scrolling. Uh, you scored the most victory points out of the one and threes, though. Yeah, I, I scored but, a lot. I was so close to winning in a lot of games. Yeah. Again, close but no cigar, you know? So. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. But yeah, I, I was nowhere near the top tables, this one. Uh, but, and, but yeah, so Andy, who I lost against in round three, come third. And then... Matt, um, come forth. Good showings, guys. Overall, yeah, yeah. So, if you look on Longshanks, Matt is his um, community is called Crisis Protocol A Holes. <laughs> oh, I didn't quite come top of the two and twos either. I was just pipped by Reed. Um, Strength of schedule. No, victory points scored. Oh. We've got identical strength for schedule. So he beat me on the tertiary. Damn. By five victory points over the day. But you had a you had a damn good showing. I mean, like, your double Hulk list was pretty gnar. I mean... Yeah, so I went... Yeah, I played three games and won two with double Hulk. How do you feel about double Hulk? Do you think you're going to run double Hulk more often? Um, I... Might do. I don't know. I feel like I'm. Tr- I want to put uh, Gwenpool in my roster, and the only place I can think to swap out is Hulk, which is not not ideal. Yeah, you were um, you were saying that you were you were digging Gwenpool, but you didn't feel that impressed with Squirrel Girl. Yeah, like I feel like. Squirrel Girl's a very fun piece, and I will play her in games, but not in competitive games, I don't think. Okay. But yeah, so we played two more games of Marvel. 
didn't we? When we should have been recording. When we should, instead of recording at uh, the weekend. Yeah, so you were trying out Avengers, weren't you? Yeah, I, well, I, I decided that um, I played a lot of X-Men lately, and I was like, I'm just going to try something a little different. Uh, at first, I was thinking of taking my S.H.I.E.L.D. team, and then for some reason, I was just like, let's try both Avengers teams. I've never played them before. Yeah, so you played Steve Avengers and Sam Avengers. We played Scoundrels and Hammers at 20 Threat, where you use Steve. Yep. And I played She-Hulk... Uh, so I played A-Force, but I used both Gwenpool, Squirrel Girl, uh, 14s, and then there was another 6 threat. Uh, I think it was Random. Crystal and Cherie, probably. Um, and all I've got down is A-Force victory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was ugly from the start. I don't, didn't have a number, but yeah, I had... Uh, oh, so Squirrel Girl, you you were using Immortal Hulk, and I used Squirrel Girl's stupid card, and did nothing. nothing. I love that card. I think it's the coolest fucking thing. It, it, yeah, because I I rolled seven seven dice, spent seven power, rolled seven dice, and because I didn't roll a single crit, I rolled every other symbol, just not the crit. It did the card did nothing. Card did nothing. Which. Harsh. Literally, I think I needed... If I'd rolled a crit, I would have KO'd Hulk. But I didn't roll a crit, so the card did nothing. Harsh. Because I rolled, yeah, a skull, a shield, a hit, a wild. Yep. Uh, some blanks. Uh, yeah, so I needed one more one more converted die, one crit dice. But yeah, so I used both Gwen and Squirrel Girl... Uh, I thought uh, Squirrel Girl took out the how- the Howling Commandos. Like, yeah, no like problem. Fucking no problem. Um, which then got her a load of power. Oh, I think she went after Bucky first, and then the Howling Commandos. Yeah, she was being fucking rude. Um, and so she had whole loads of power. So I spent it, spent the seven power on. Oh, it was eight power because she had a hammer. Um, on to do the dice against. Immortal Hulk did nothing, got ca- got dazed for her trouble. Um, but yeah, she was pretty like really good murder machine. But yeah, funny, fun character. F- yeah, but Gwen, Gwen Paul was just tanky as fuck. She's yeah, she's really tough, and she was. Like, I think I only used her strike in the first game, but like I did a whole bunch of damage. Like she went after Iron Man, no problem. Uh, she went after Bucky and killed him, no problem. After he'd been dazed by Squirrel Girl, yeah, she was just really good, solid in that first game. I think that was without a hammer as well. And then in the second game, you played Sam Vengers, yeah, which I completely goofed all the leadership properties for Sam. For like, the yeah, I think I dazed. Maybe three people. And I did not take advantage of any of it. No. I was really... Or the got your back, Steve, as well. You forgot as well, yeah. that first round. I... That's... Again, I, I'm not familiar with the, the team, so I just didn't know what to do. Yeah, it was the second second turn where I think I, I dazed Sam and then was like, you've not used your leadership at all. Yeah. And you were like, what? I was like, no, it happens when I daze someone. 
Yeah, it's bad. Um, but, and I think I've I've goofed that every time I've ever played Shield. Like, yeah, yeah again, I just need to pay more. It's practice with that affiliation, isn't it? Yeah, like I was like that when I first started playing uh, X Men too. Like I wasn't using uh, I wasn't using cover uh, for Storm. I didn't remember to do the X Hop every turn. Mm. Like, and I was like, these guys aren't very good. Like, I almost sold my X-Men. And then, but yeah, so I used, you went fairly wide. You didn't use Hulk in the second game, did you? Or did no. you? No, I didn't. No, no. Uh, I was, I wanted to, but I didn't, because I didn't, uh, I didn't see the opportunity to use Hulk in the second game, yeah. But yeah, because we played, again, we played Scoundrels and Scrolls this time. And again, for an A-Force victory, I haven't got the numbers written down for the points, but um, yeah, I didn't take the Inexplicable Demise cars this time. I don't know why, because it's super fun. Because um, I think... I'm not even sure why. I just thought uh, there was eight power wasted <laughs> last game. But it wasn't. It was fun. But I did take the... The other card, keep your enemies close. They say keep your enemies close. Card, yeah, um, which is real good. I've only used it for the long range version of the card, but it's really good. What's that one all about? Uh, if you target a character from more than range one, at the end of the attack, you place the enemy character within range one of you. Oh, snap, okay. So both characters have a range 4 attack. So they can grab you from range 4 and move you to one away from them. And then smoke you with one pull. And then they can yeah use their shorter range attacks. Or But if they're within range 1 of you, you don't get any defense dice oh, no. on that first attack. Okay, so yeah, that's I, an R. All right, I dig it. Um, but yeah, I just found Gwen... Gwen's really mobile with her place. She's really tough with high defense and, and, and damage reduction. Yeah, so I just think she's the more consistent yeah. of the pair. And I think I'd rather run Gwen and Spider-Woman than I would Gwen and Squirrel Girl. That makes sense. Now, we were having a discussion about Gwen's card, the uh, no-take-this one. Yeah. And I think it's fun to take the no take this one uh and then you have access to all your other nine cards after turn 0. Yeah. And you said that you would rather just take a 10th card and risk it. Yeah. That's correct. I would Yes, it's the idea's cool to that you can see what your opponent has played um and what their like their exact team composition, and then decide what f what extra card you need for that matchup. Right. Which I think the idea is cool and fun and is quite good, but I think it's very rarely have I come across a game where the tactic cards I've picked I couldn't use. Well, I don't think it's that you couldn't use them. Or that it's they that, weren't useful. Like, yeah, that's the that's the thing. Like you wanna you wanna use what's um I, I can't tell you how many times I've looked at a game and been like, 
fuck, I really wish I had that card instead. Yeah. I think... I think the only time it's ever happened to me is with Brace, Brace for Impact. Yeah, that which, I think is, happened to me in our game. Which is the, I didn't take Brace for Impact. Which is the only asshole. only time I've taken it and then thought, actually, I don't need this because the opponent's got ne- none or very few throws. Yeah. And none of the throws are size four or whatever, so they can't... Or size three, so they can't throw She-Hulk. Which is my main worry of She-Hulk being thrown into Crystal. Because yeah. Crystal's not that really tough. Close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's and it's like when I've looked at someone who's got a Brotherhood and X Men list, or uh, or just even pure Brotherhood, but then they've decided to run Mystique instead of Magneto. Yeah, and it's that's sort of the only time I've ever regretted regretted taking a tactics card. Is when I thought I was running into Magneto, but actually they've not used Magneto, so I didn't mm. need Brace. But now with Juggernaut and he's got big throws and stuff like that, it's still useful. So I've never. Someday, never. you know what's going to happen? It'll happen eventually, It'll happen. and I'll just deal with it. Yeah, that's fair. It'll probably be the card that... Like, I've had situations where I couldn't use tactics cards because they're character-specific ones, and that character has been dazed or KO'd, so that card's gone unused. Yeah. But I could have used it earlier and chose not to, and that was my own issue. Whereas... I just I, I think it's like having nine tactics cards every game instead of five. Yeah, but I'd still rather have that. I'd rather have that tenth card for... The niche ones, like currently, I could put it in my A Force current roster because my tenth card is Agents of Smash, which is just there for a bit of a laugh. Yeah. If I if I play on a table with size five terrain, I might put it in, but it didn't happen at Ragnarok. Yeah. So I, I never you took it, but you know, I was okay with it because I could have just put Smash in, and I still probably wouldn't have used it. So, um, yeah, I, I've I think it's a fun card. It gives you lots of options, but it also takes away options that are used for um, what's the word for just decision making in turn zero. I'd rather make the decisions in turn zero than wait and see. Commit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, ultimately, that's up to every player. True. We will uh, see how people decide on that. Um, speaking of things that is... I, I got nothing. <laughs> I was... Uh, um, speaking of things that are important to every individual, it's time that we uh, we share a little hobby love, Grant. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah. So... It's that thing that we love to do here... On the Throwing Dice podcast, we love to share hobby love. Hobby love to share. So this is the hobby love. Share the hobby love section. Hobby love, share, share, hobby love, loving. Where we share. scroll through Instagram. We save all the posts we see and think are really cool. 
we then whittle those lists down to just three each and we chat about them on the podcast. That's what we do. So, my... uh, do your first one? My first one is by BitsBoxer. B-I-T-Z-B-O-X-E-R. So this was his Golden Demon entry. Uh, His little diorama... Um, which is a Empire cannon crew, uh, which is holding up a, a little rat by his tail, and then in the background, hiding up on top of an archway, is a Death Master assassin. I love this. So uh, that little guy's about to get fucking smoked. He shouldn't yeah. be mean to the rats. So it's a little square-based diorama, um, like a cobblestone floor. Like a ruined stairway and archway. Uh, there's like vegetation and like debris on the floor and rats running everywhere. Sewer system that's like oh, I that love the, the flowers growing out of the out of the skeleton on the ground. Yeah. This is this is Mordheim as fuck. I love this. Yeah, and then yeah, there's a uh, the new plastic Deathmaster model who is modelled standing on an archway. Yeah. But it's obviously only a few uh, yeah. a centimetre tall, and he's extended it to a full... A full archway. full archway to make this scene. This um, is so cool. It's very cool. I love the Bitsboxer's work. Like Everything he makes is absolutely I awesome. almost chose the Bitsboxer for this vampire. Yeah. I was so about to pick this vampire for a... Uh, uh, for this, and I'm glad I didn't, and we still got the shout out. That's super cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, this guy Bitsboxer is fucking rad. Uh, this like hunchback with the um, uh, with like some daggers and shit that he's throwing looks so cool. This is a this is a rad account. Uh, so I think that's a. Th- uh, I know. Oh, it's a conversion, but yeah, it's it's from the More Time rulebook. It's not taken from inspiration. That's awesome. But yeah, I thought his Golden Demon entry for the, the jewel or little diorama scene is absolutely amazing. I feel so fun, so cool. Just great use of those models. Uh, I think it's just awesome. Yeah, um, he really nailed that. Like, what a fucking sweet model. Um, I love this one. The the like ghost that's floating. It's been uh, painted uh, glow-in-the-dark paints. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. This is a rad account. Everybody should look up Bits Boxer. I mean, he's got quite a bit of followers, but like, this is somebody that needs way more. B i t z b o x e r. Bits Boxer. You so, know when we're both about to pick one person, that's there, <laughs> or we're both about to pick one person, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. What is your first one you want to talk about? Uh, the first one I will talk about is George Mac. Zero zero nine eight. I saw this piece and it was on my list to save as awesome, well. Awesome, awesome! It's um, such a cool model. It's a Cador chariot that's based off the Orlock Outrider quad with a few changes. So it's basically the um, the like brute that the dude rides around on the the master blaster that rides around on. Yeah. Um, and he's hauling. He's like hauling a chariot behind him, and there's a Cador ganger sitting back there with like a heavy flamer, or maybe an auto gun, and another one that's like 
that way peasant yeah. it's it's such a cool like necromunda piece it makes me so fucking happy <laughs> i love i love this it's i love Cador. first thing i love necromunda second thing um and i was wondering myself because i don't like the Cador like chicken rider things that they have yeah and um this this is so fucking cool this is a rad way to do to do that same sort of idea of a, a, an outrider based Cawdor gang without having to do those chicken riders uh i think the little dude with the auto gun the big brute hauling the chariot and like one one like jumped up dickhead <laughs> it's really really funny yeah it's really cool model like this guy's account's awesome, but yeah, this mini, this conversion piece is so great, it's so character provocative. Um, like the of the theme of Cordor, it fits so well and looks like it could be an official kit. Yeah, um, the the way that he's done it is he's taken a bunch of like um, instead of doing the chicken riders, he's done a bunch of like mechanical horses. Yeah. Which look fucking awesome. I this guy's like kit bashing is pretty insane, and uh, I love him for it. Like I just love people that just go nuts with their uh, with their bits boxes, turning everything into a Necromunda model. Yeah, it's, it's such a cool piece. Super cool. It piece. looks great painted up as well. I yeah. was talking to the dude at the Tottenham Court Road station. Uh, Tottenham Court Road um, Warhammer store. Yep. I was up there visiting a friend of mine a couple of uh, a couple of days ago. My friend Brad was in town from uh, America, mm-hmm. and we stopped up there. There's a really good taco joint up there, so we stopped up there to eat. And uh, I was hopping across, and I was talking to the dude, and I'm still convinced we're going to turn this summer into the summer of gang warfare. We fucking better, boys. You hear me? Gang warfare. Um. And I was telling him how I don't like, I don't like the um, retributor model, not retributor, um, the flamey boys, the Cador redemptionist, redemptionist, not retributor, the redemptionist. I don't like the redemptionist models. And he was like, "Well, what's something you do like?" I was like, "I like vampires." He's like, "Make vampire redemptionists." And I was like, "You are fucking right." <laughs> so I think what I need to do is get a box of redemptionists. And then, like, find a way to put vampire heads on them and then cawdor them up a little bit so that, like, you can't tell that they're, like, vampire-touched or whatever. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Would be pretty fun. Like, they're making an open mockery of the uh, of the Emperor, that sort of thing. Well, Sanguinius was a vampire. Sanguinius was a vampire. And so was Conrad, more or less. Kind of. Well, he was Batman. Kind of, really, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was my first one. What's your second one? So speaking of Horus Heresy era, I have uh, by Ooh. the underscore Conor Defense Force a Tetrarch uh, Ultramarine um, character. Yeah. Awesome guy holding like the Rod of Authority. Uh, He's like, this is my know. the dildo of talking. Uh, I have the dildo, therefore I do the talking. Um, he's got his uh, tactical ruined Aquila symbol. Yeah, that's not a tactical rock. That's a tactical everything. Like yeah. it's a, a tactical giant Aquila. So yeah, it's it's from the Black Templar kit. The servitor carrying the right. Yes, 
the yeah one of the relic things. It's that has been turned into basing material. Cool. Um, yeah, and he's sort of standing there. He's got a big like cape draped over one shoulder and arm, uh, which is like hiding his pistol tucked down behind his uh, like leg, trailing behind, ready to whip it out and shoot some word bearers in the face. That's right. I like this a lot. This dude is really cool. What's that hood that he ha- or psychic hood looking thing that he has? It's like a an Aquila built into the back of his um in the back of his armor. I love this. But yeah. I uh, love the marbling on the shoulder pad. This whole thing is great. Oh man. But yeah, so this was painted by Praetorian underscore painting. Uh but it was converted up by Conor Defense Force. Woo! Praetorian pra, uh, Praetorian painting goes fucking hard with the Ultramarines. But yeah, like the blue is so like deep and rich on the Ultramarine armor. It's awesome. You've got the marble across like the shoulder pan, the helmet. Uh, yeah, it's an awesome piece. Like carrying his like rod of you know Roman authority nonsense that, that the. Uh, Ultramarines take after. Yeah, it's a great piece. I absolutely love it. Oh, look at this. Praetorian painting has a uh, Ultramarine su- uh, librarian that's based on part for his Suzerian squad. So he's got like a, a boarding shield and a force sword there. And he's like ready to fucking go. How cool is that guy, huh? Mm. I love this. This is a good account. This is a good account. Yeah, so we get a twofer. Twofer. So we got uh, the underscore Conor Defense Force. Yep. And Praetorian Praetorian underscore painting. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Good one, bro. Um, My next one is by an account called Cryo Cheese. It's... Uh, It says it's a Slanesh demon dancer duo. It's to... uh, It's for... A community Slanesh challenge that was organized by some mini painters that he knows. Um, he kit bashed it back in September of 2022, and um, then painted it recently. About a hundred hours of paint time. He lists all the all the stuff that he bashed together. Um, goes into a little bit about his painting, painting and basing. But basically, what it comes down to is like these two Slanesh like wear touched demons like one's a demonette and one's just like a slanesh touched elf guy and uh they're based together and i i don't know what he'd run them as maybe it's like a it's um it's a special character oh is it it's a for the head knights of slanesh age of sigmar um yeah so it's normally the demonette is sort of standing on his head oh okay uh, but he's converted it, so it's he's holding it up in one arm. Yeah, and she's like walking across the like feathers a, on the. Or, oh no, she's walking across the talons on his. Oh, on his back. Yeah, I thought she was walking on his feathers, but she's not. She's walking no. on on his talons. Yeah, so he's like a a huge, big, like brutish looking guy, uh, and then he's yeah got a slanish demonette dancing in the palm of his hand. God, it's so cool. The it's, the basing material is all like purple marble. And uh, it has that one that one piece of like the harpsichord that was turned into, um, or that demon playing a harpsichord that's made out of human bones. Like that harpsichord dude is like built into the base. It's so fucking neat. Uh, he's done very very rich colors on all the robes. Like there's deep purples, blues, reds, 
Um, some great non-metal metallic. I just fucking love this mini. I'm not really a Slanesh guy. Slanesh is like my least favorite Chaos God. But this is bad as fuck. I I really do love it. What are you looking at? Uh, the original The model. actual model? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's so cool. The, it's like a, a really deep, sort of purpley... Um, the skin color tones. scheme, it's great, yeah. Yeah, the, the skin tones, the purples that fade to pinks and, and blues. Very cool. I'm not going to find it with a quick Google search because I can't remember the exact name. Go to the GoGW's website. Uh... Ah, oh, there. there it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, he's done a lot of different work there. So he's taking that axe, put it in one hand. He's taking the other hand and turned it into a demon claw. And instead of her jumping on his head, she's dancing in the claw, which is yeah. fucking rad. Uh, I like this. I like this a lot. This would be a pain in the ass to transport, though. Uh, yeah, I bet. But yeah, yeah. It's such a cool model. Uh, I like how much detail he went into about the kit bash and the painting and stuff like that. Yeah, so the original model is... Oh, God. Sleesque the Vengeful Allegiance. Sleesque the Vengeful Allegiance. Yeah. Well, here it's uh, Jeff and uh, Ava. Jeff and Ava here from um, they're here from the coast, the Kent coast, and uh, they're here to play. But yeah, it's it's a very cool model. I love the the really dark color scheme, as opposed to like the traditional sort of white and pink Slaneshi. Yeah. This is very yeah. like rich royal like reds and blues. Yeah. It's, Awesome. Fuck such, yeah, dude. Such an awesome, awesome piece. And what is your third piece? So my final piece is the complete opposite direction for that dirty, heavily weathered... Something brown. Yeah. Something brown is what... <laughs> lots of brown tones. Uh, lots of rust. Um, yeah, so this is like a rusty, ruined sort of just a foot soldier, like heavy armor, kite shield, like military pick hammer type guy. Just, you know. Wandering around in the desert. Yeah. Um, I, I this, this tells me a story. This is like a dude who he's using like his father's armor. That's like he, he's, he's run down on his luck. His whole like family house. Like he's, he's technically a knight, but like. Not really. They don't really. They don't invite him to play any reindeer games. You know, he's using old armor. He's he's wandering through this desert trying to stake his claim to fame. I like this. I like this a lot. It's very. I mean, certainly is brown. Grant, you love brown. Yeah, I love brown models. It's that <laughs> sort of grim, dark, Blanchetsu. Like, yeah, awesome model. But yeah, so this. Um, He's been experimenting with the dirty down rust paints, which are just great. They're really good for quick, easy um, rust effects that then you can then manipulate and really fine tune because uh, you can just keep reactivating them with water and okay. moving them about and changing the the pigment of the oxidizing with the different amounts of water you use and stuff, so you can get some real variation in tones from this one one bottle of paint. That's awesome. Very yeah. cool. And who is that by? The uh, So the Mini is painted by 
the cult hydraic so T H E C U L T H Y D R A I C cult hydraic yeah very cool let me take a look at this guy's uh, stuff oh he's got There's a lot of cool like lots of browns lots of brown models I like these um little like miscast bits from from other things that he's turned into like little like um I see I quite like the little cyclops uh like we should really finish monsters. the sentence um <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's like super grim dark goofy uh little dudes that he's he's putting out there little fishmen and robots and stuff like that that are going around here and like crazy oh, fur coat samurai there's a better there's a better picture of the yeah. of the armor it looks really re- like up He's close grotty grotty dude grotty very very cool this guy's dreams must be fucking wild but yeah he uses he uses all the hashtags which is probably why it appeared on my feed uh but yeah old hammer more time blanchet so D D. uh ink 28 all, all of the hashtags. Yeah, these are all great, man. Uh, but yeah, he's such a cool mini. His his fucking imagination, like wild, crazy little critters with like mouths where they shouldn't be, and like gun faces, and uh, like bleeding every. Oh, yeah. it's so wild. Okay, that guy is. Someone I wouldn't want to run into on a street. <laughs> He's a wild person. Okay. Uh, my final one. Cold Hydraic fucking rules. All right. This is by 16 Armed. Uh, S-I-X-T-E-E-T-E-E-N-A-R-M-E-D. 16 Armed. It's one of his li- most liked miniatures. It's a uh, Black Templar's uh, shield. What are they called? Uh, is it shield card? No, he's not got a shield. Sword Brethren. Uh, yeah, it's a Sword Brethren. Oh, he's a Sword Brethren. Uh, and he's holding like a alien skull that's been turned into like some sort of crazy amulet. He's got a big old. It's a, it's a navigator skull. It's got three eyes. Oh, it's got three eyes. Yeah, yeah. And he's um he's got a, a big old candelabra on the back of his uh, backpack. That's where the shield, shield is. is. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a rad model. Um, it is a repost of the same model from before, but I love this model. It's got, uh, the Browns that Grant's Grant likes. It's got a story, which is what I like. Um, you can see it from the back there. If you take a look yeah. at one of the other pictures um it's very blanchitsu there's a little bit of non-metal metallic there's a little bit of realistic metallic uh i i just think this this entire army that he's painted this black templar's primaris army if i saw that i would say that guy's doing 40k right i know 40k is kind of um toned down the grim darkness of it a little bit it's more um family friendly at the moment which is not a problem but uh, I think this guy's doing it a little bit old school, and I love it. The the uh, yellows that he's you know using these the yellow that he's using uh, for this chapter, which is it's Black Templar, but the Black Templar are Iron Fist, or I'm sorry, Imperial Fist offshoots. So they're he's doing 
taking it back to the Imperial Fist yellow with the Black Templar, like, robes and things. I love it. I think he's just doing a hell of a job. And um, this this makes me excited to see what else he can do. Yeah, he's pasted a tutorial for his paint as well, step by step. So oh, did he? Pa- paint yellow, sponge battle damage, paint uh, the white areas, oh, paint, there it is. paint the red, contrast uh, the leather, paint the metals... Uh, put the decals on, cover in streaking grime. Cover in streaking grime. And then wipe off the streaking grime with a Q-tip. Done. Awesome. Nice, simple. Paint all, love, paint all the things. Give him a nice coat of streaking grime with your airbrush. Use a Q-tip or makeup sponge and white spirit to take away most of the grime. Yeah. Most of the grime. Not all of it. You take a, You put in a lot of streaking grime. Yeah, uh, really cool piece. Um, I fucking love it. The dude holding up holding up a navigator skull on like a chain. That's so fucking cool. That's forty k grimdark done right. I think. Yeah, it's awesome. It's such a cool army. That whole account is great. Like the whole force looks awesome together. So that seems to be all we've got. It does. Wow, it's only got 31 posts. 3,300 followers. I want to really quick um, shout out uh, Mora Terrace again. Mora Terrace 7, I think, is, yeah. Um, M O R I A R T I S 7. I think I've shouted him out before. Um, He's someone I follow for uh, MCP content. He just did a. John Constantine. Very cool. For his MCP. He's like standing up on like a trash can or something. He's like smoking a cigarette, looking awesome with his like coat in the rain. I wonder, I wonder what he would use for, for Constantine. I would probably use Defender Strange. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. For Constantine. This, seeing Constantine makes me really want to get my, um, get my, Crimson, uh, my Crimson J- Batman Rogues Gallery team up and running. That's that's next. That's next. I think I gotta find some good uh, Batman Rogues Gallery three yeah. D prints. Uh, I got, and then we should give a shout out. So uh, Liam, so Liam, we interviewed Liam Last Legion. What up, Liam? Yeah, has um, also been sharing posts with us about awesome things he wants to highlight uh, so we have this will be out uh, the honourable mention if it will ever load on my phone uh, by uh, Lee underscore 4011 which is uh, L-E underscore 4011 is it L-E or L-E-E uh, L-E 1-E oh, um, uh, and it is a crazy Stormcast Dragon diorama. Holy shit! Um, with uh, like an elf. No chaos? No, it's a Zentian yeah, sorcerer. Uh, sorcerer in the middle of it. Uh, with all swirling rocks and power and a huge, Damn, great, like, dude. converted Stormcast Dragon to be like a chaos corrupted <sighs> blue Storm Dragon. 
That's in the middle of it. Fucking sick. But yeah, Liam has been sharing some awesome things with us. But yeah, this account Le four underscore four zero one one. That's rad. I'm following that account right now. Yeah. Absolutely awesome account. Uh but this piece obviously it piqued uh Liam's attention because of his love for Stormcast Dragons and this is an awesome conversion of like the Chaos Corruption. Anything Chaos is cool. Uh but yeah, this sort of Zentian sorcerer crazy magic scene is the nuts. It's absolutely that amazing. Is fucking fantastic. I love I love dioramas and I've never done one. And now I really want to do one. Since I I got uh, Hulkbuster and Immortal Hulk, I want to do a Hulkbuster and Immortal Hulk uh, diorama. Really, <laughs> really bad. Because they, they fit together so well. Like, Immortal Hulks can go this... He's facing this way. Hulkbuster's facing this way. They could just be fucking... Yeah, like, one's leaping into the other one who's leaping and punching into yeah. each other. I could really do something cool, I think. Have some like broken rubble, some cars, you know that sort of stuff. I think the immortal Hulk, uh, the immortal Hulk base. Oh my god! It's a pain in the ass to put together for sure. It's like maybe twelve components or something. Yeah, and for they just all layer the on top of each other. I see you've not put the. Have you put the um, thing on it? Oh, you have. I yeah, have the 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 uh, pa- parking, uh, parking meter. meter. Yeah. yeah, what a pain in the ass that was. Well, I think that's the show. Yeah. That's the show, Grant. And um I hope you've enjoyed our massively Marvel centric Massively Marvel centric so show. We are now fully up to date with all our events. Yep. So now we need to go to more. Gotta go to more events, which is what we're doing in like two weeks, so it's fine. Is it? We're going to the Ragnarok was it two, two weeks or three weeks? Uh also you're running an event in a few weeks. No, no, they no. got cancelled. The, the Blood Bowl event got cancelled. Yeah. Oh, that's rubbish. Sad times. Um, yeah, lack of interest, I guess. Nobody wanted to play Blood Bowl. Oh, I guess it's fairly short notice. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. But oh well. Shit happens. Oh, well. We'll, we'll play we're, Marvel that weekend, didn't we? Play Marvel that weekend anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what's one thing that we haven't done? Shout out front of the show, Connor. What up, Connor? Mysterian painting. Yeah. There it was. Yeah, it is. Connor, Connor, Connor was about to punch his fucking steering wheel. Connor's, yeah, he <laughs> hasn't made it to any of the Marvel events recently. Nope. So he needs to sort himself out, stop driving up to Newcastle and whatever, and come play Toy Soldiers with us. Oh, he wants to paint his but, fucking towel. But Marvel, uh, Marvel, Mysterian painting, Connor, has been posting his daily hobby streak updates onto the Throne Dice community page. Which is where you should go if you want to see how Connor is painting all of his beautiful Tau. Go to the Facebook. Yeah, and uh, his um, Star Wars Legion scene. Oh, that's right. He's doing, he's got the official, or the limited uh, limited limited edition um, Return of the Jedi one. Yeah. Uh, with Palpatine and Vader and Luke. Palpatine, Vader, and Luke on the on the Death Star. Yeah, that's fucking rad. Um, Let's see how many times he strips it and starts again. He's already stripped. He's already stripped the basing once. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's such a cool model. It was it was the uh, it was at the Star, Star Wars, Wars celebration. celebration day, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Uh, so he grabs one there. Yeah, he's he's painting it up for a to be a competition piece. Yeah. So, yeah. He's doing a great job. Watch his progress. Looks really cool so far. But um yeah, that's that's it. I think that's going to be uh that's game blouses. So um oh, but there's one one bit of good news, Grant. Watch tell him the good news. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find our Facebook fan page at Throw and Dice Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Throw and Dice Pod. You can follow our personal Instagrams at LDestructo83 and Arch underscore Magos. You can email us with questions or comments at throwanddicepod at gmail.com. And thank you so much for our ripping theme song to riff your pod on Instagram and Bandcamp. One last thing. Keep safe. Keep it happy. Keep sharing the hobby love. And keep throwing throwing dice. dice. Both pugs are now sitting on me. They are, and it's awesome. Okay. Oh, time to take my brain medicine. Take my brain medicine. Don't forget to take your pills. And I left it recording. What an asshole.